Yo, what up? We are back with another episode of Big Ten Coast to Coast. It's your boy Ant Wright along with Matt Lukens. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? We're back. Another podcast we're talking about freshmen, some first game stuff. And then we were just talking about Jabari Smith because, you know, Ant's always got to put the Jabari Smith slander on full volume in his TikToks whenever he talks about what's going on in the NBA. But uh, yeah, you were just saying, like, you should be drafting somebody that can't create for themselves the first, like, the top three or four picks, right? Exactly. Yeah. And- and I was talking to uh, Raphael Barlow, the NBA draft guy. Um, mm. And we were talking, th- this, this was prior to the draft. And yeah. you know, he was he was talking to my boy. And I joined in. I was like, I was like, hey, look, I don't want to come off as like a hater. Okay. But um, I'm really low on Jabari Smith. When I say really low, and this is going to come off as hate, but <laughs> I wouldn't draft him anywhere in the top five, I'd probably put him around like eight or nine. And I'm not saying that he's a bad player, but I'm saying like, Hey, look, this guy could be like an elite three and D type of prospect. And he was like, you know what? Like early on, he liked Jabari. I liked Jabari for like three days. I was like, yo, this guy's got it. But then I kept watching him like, yo, something's off. And he said that he was watching for, he said that he liked him for about two or three weeks. And then he realized that, okay, some of these things aren't going to translate. And even if they do, these aren't high-quality shot attempts. And so, of course, whenever I, I have a right. narrative that I am I have a high conviction over, I'm very loud and annoying about it. And I know that. But I do that so people un- know when it happens, you know exactly what how I, how I uh, felt about it. Like, there's no confusion. Right? So, mm-hmm. yep. um, so yeah, those two guys were both freshmen last year, Paolo and Jabari. So, you know, and we had our first round of Big Ten games, and I know Purdue plays later on, um, but we had a lot of games yesterday and last night, and we kind of wanted to touch base on some of the well, some of the freshmen or, around the league. And I couldn't watch every game, but I know that like you watch. Uh, Pretty sure like, you watched the games that like I didn't watch, so that was all almost a good thing. So, um, yeah. Do you want to go game by game, or kind of just like talk about the better performances, or something that you were maybe surprised about? We can do game by game. I think because then we'll hit on performances as well. Just like broad stuff. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, I'll tell you right off right now. Um, I don't think. Freshman had a big role in Rutgers, Northwestern, I don't believe Wisconsin or Nebraska, nope. um, or Penn State or Maryland. Uh, but let's let's talk let's talk Illinois first. Is that cool? Let's do it. Talk Illinois. Um, Sky Clark, Ty Rogers. Uh, they have Jaden Epps. They have Sincere Harris. Uh, one of the better recruiting classes in the entire conference. Yep. And um, when it comes to when it comes to how they opened up, um, surprisingly for me at least, Sincere Harris had the best game. Just overall, just a really nice game. 
uh, nine points, a few steals, a few rebounds. He even had a block. Um, he had he had the best game. And yep, uh, I think that Sky Clark and Ty Rogers are going to be the guys when it comes to Big Ten play. But it's pretty nice to see someone like Sincere um, come in. He played only 15 minutes, so he played uh, the least amount of the nine-man rotation. Uh, but at the same time, uh, he showed some nice flashes. He showed some nice flashes. Um, Ty Rogers, he didn't score the ball well once again. I don't know what's up with his free throws, bro. Like, they're killing me. Like, he's he's a way better shooter than that. Like, way better. Like, he shouldn't have a hitch. He, he yeah. works on his game way too much. He comes from a basketball family, basketball background. He shouldn't have a hitch. He was, he was like one for five or one for six from the line. But – if he can fix that, this dude will be the ultimate glue guy. Usually you don't see that from freshmen, but he had eight boards, five assists, and he has a chance to be a really good defender. Honestly, he may have a shot at being like an all-defense uh, all defense type of guy when it comes to the Big Ten. Um, yeah. Is this yeah. Ty Rogers? Um, but, like, man, just okay. I don't know what's going on with free throw shooting, bro. Um and Sky Clark, I think he, you know, he he kind of stepped stepped aside and let Coleman and Terrence kind of do their thing. Uh, those guys were hot and they were feeling it, and yeah. it takes a lot of maturity for him to kind of take a take a take a step back and let and just let guys hoop. Um, yeah, man. And then you know, you know, Jay Naps is going to be you know Epps. He uh, uh, he only had only had two points, but but all in all. Sincere Harris, very nice game from from him. I believe he was the fourth or fifth best uh, rookie performer from yesterday for sure. Mm, yeah, yeah. I I I know. Like, if you look at the box score, you're like, oh wow! Like all the all the freshmen kind of had terrible games. Like Sky Clark plays 23 minutes, has three points. R.J. Melendez, he's not a freshman, but still was you know highly touted coming into this year. Oh, five from the field. One point in twenty minutes, right? Yeah, and it's like he's and he's the pro. He's supposed to be the pro, and that's another letdown. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. So again, it was it was weird, a weird game for Illinois. I think they didn't really have to do a lot, though. Uh, shout out to Dane Danger coming off the bench for seventeen points in sixteen minutes. That's pretty nice. He was also almost perfect yeah. from the field. Um, yeah, he was. He was very. He was. He was dominant. He yeah, he looks like like I I think that you know Illinois has some really good pieces. They're gonna have to figure out a rotation. They're gonna have to get RJ Melendez right. <laughs> you can't be going zero five from three, just only shooting threes. By the way, in the game um, and having a single point, they're gonna need production from him. They're gonna need production from Sky Clark. But they didn't need it this game, right? It's it's against Eastern Illinois. It's whatever. Um, they kind of pick their spots or whatever. Um, to to you know, kind of score or, or or even get shots off, and I, I liked again that Harris came in right, and he wasn't afraid to shoot the ball. Because again, I, I watched this game like very briefly. I tune in a little bit, and I it just seemed like the freshmen were kind of like, okay, like we know that you know we're supposed to get you know Terrence shots, we're supposed to get Coleman shots, we're supposed to get RJ shots, like you know Dane, Danger comes in, we're supposed to play through him, right? But it's kind of like it felt like they weren't trying to find their own shot there. Um, and as the season goes on, they're going to be they're going to be in situations where they're going to need yeah. to uh, know when they should be shooting and when they shouldn't be. But again, it's game one, so they, they're fine. 
Sincere was really aggressive. He was, like, but that was good. Of, like they needed that. They needed bit. that. They needed somebody to be aggressive, other than Terrence Shannon and and uh, Meyer and Hawkins. I guess Hawkins was going to go get Coleman. his shots. So was Terrence, and so was Matthew. But they needed they needed Harris to come in and be that guy that was going to go and, and create for himself and go get his own shots. And that was good. The other really nice thing is that even though. Even though Ty didn't have a nice game offensively, it showed that he impacts the game in more than one way. Five assists, eight rebounds. Yeah, he's he's all over the place. Yeah, and for someone like him to you know come in so selfless and not really care about scoring, all all he cares about is doing the little things. Uh, that's what wins games. You know, he's going to be surrounded yeah. with scoring, so maybe that's not his thing. But still, make your free throws. That just shows that he was aggressive. He got what six for free free throws, so he's attacking the rim. He's he's getting that rim <laughs> pressure, and I don't want his, I don't want his free throws to stop his aggressiveness. Because some guys, they could get to the rim all day if they don't shoot well from the free throw line. They're sometimes hesitant of getting to the rim more. Right. I hope that he doesn't get to that right. point. I hope he continues to provide rim pressure, continues to get fouled, continues to go to the line. He's just got to knock those down. He just has to knock those down. Yeah, I, I believe Illinois, they play uh, Kansas City next on the 11th. So that would be um, doing the math. That's either Friday. It's Friday. Um, the, Thursday. The Thursday. Wait, today's the 8th. Nine, yes. 10. Yeah, that's no, Thursday. that's Friday. That's Friday. It's Friday. Okay, yeah, okay. Great. All right, so yeah, Friday the 11th, they play Kansas City. I would like to see the freshmen get more shots. Again, these games are supposed to be for these guys that are new to get these opportunities, right? Because Illinois is going to beat Eastern, Eastern Illinois like 10 out of 10 times, okay? Like, it's not a good Eastern Illinois team. Um, they're not picked to be towards the top of their conference either, like in Illinois' you know, ranks, right? So they should be beating this team comfortably. I hope to see RJ Melendez get more shots. I, I want to see Sky Clark get more shots. I want to see Ty Rogers get more shots. Um, I think Harris kind of, you know, did his thing. But, like, I want to see these guys get a little bit more opportunities because, again, this is a team that's, that's completely new, right? So they want – you want to get these guys, you know, touches, kind of see what they can do. I didn't really see a lot from Sky Clark this game. I didn't see a ton offensively from Ty Rogers, you know, shooting the ball, scoring. So I want to see these guys – um, being put in these situations so that Illinois knows what they have going into more um, high-stakes games. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Um, let's move on to Minnesota. Minnesota has – I think they play like three freshmen, but there's only one that I really was paying paying attention to. Uh, mm-hmm. I like this kid named Joshua Ola Joseph. Uh, he's an undersized big man. Um, he's more of a post. And he, okay. he just – what's the kids? He played with Pitt. He played for Pitt, then played with the Spurs for okay. a long time. Who was that? Played for Pitt, played for the Spurs. Undersized big? His name was Blair. Something Blair. Something oh, Blair. I don't, I don't remember. You're asking the wrong remember. person for that. Come Spurs? on, Spurs? Yeah, Blair. Dewan Blair. Dewan Blair. Dewan Blair. There yeah, it is. Dewan Blair, just like an undersized dude. Uh, 
it shows that he's 215. I think he's a little bit bigger than that. But I think someone DeWan. you're gonna see. Yeah, Dewan. Yeah. If like once I think when he's like a junior, really interesting because he has really nice explosiveness, good touch around the paint. He's he's gonna be one of those annoying undersized guys who could just who could just get you a bucket within like 10 feet. He's he's almost like a little bit of a poor man's Nick Ward right now, but I can see him get uh just be a lot better mm. in, a, in a couple years. I like this kid, Joshua Ola yeah. Joseph. <laughs> Joshua Ola Joseph. Yeah, they, they start a bunch of freshmen. Now, what was interesting to me was Taylon Cooper, who's a junior transfer, I believe. He's in Moore, Moorhead State, right? Moorhead State, yeah. Who I used to yeah. play last night. He had to play 40 minutes against Western Michigan for Minnesota the way they squeaked this game out. Um, yeah, they don't have Jamison Battle right now. So, like, yeah. they have. They got to find a way. They got to find. And Parker Fox tore his ACL again. So, so, so yeah. they're they're a bit hampered right now. I know in their in their game against Saint Saint Olaf, um, three of their best four players didn't even play that game. So they're battling through some injuries, and yeah. So and they're a team who can't really afford to be yeah. injured. Like they're they're no they're not. They don't have depth. Like Patino didn't recruit a bunch of like dudes, and they replaced last year's team with like thirteen new players. No. So, like this, this team is still like this team is still they're formidable when they're gonna have like their six guys. But if two of those six guys are hurting, it's gonna be really hard for them to uh, have sustained success. You know what I mean? Yeah, I liked what I saw from Dawson Garcia, by the way. I don't know if you watched this game, but he, he was pretty nice in the 31 minutes he played. Three of five from three. He's a good player. He's a very good with player. Marquette, he was With Marquette, he was special, bro. He was special. Yeah, he was a special player. And then he went to UNC and could get off the bench. But, again, that was a good UNC, UNC game, team. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, I, I like Dawson Garcia a lot. Um, I think for me, one takeaway from this game for Minnesota is just hit your free throws, guys. Come on now. Like – uh, 30-39% on free throws. Like, that's just ridiculous. Right? That, that, again, I, you know, Western Michigan wouldn't be in this game if you hit, like, five more free throws. So uh, They shot better from three than they did from free throws. Yeah, that's just – hit your free throws, guys. Come on. Come on hit your free throws. <laughs> they shot better from the field in general. 43% from the field, 44.4% from three. And thirty nine percent from the line. Percent from the line. That's that's not going to get it done. Not going to get it done. No, no. Uh, you choose the the next game, bro. Which one? Next game. All yeah. right. Let's do. Uh, I'll do. Uh, let's do Wisconsin. Played South Dakota. Gah. <laughs> Gah. Oh, let's, let's just let's just do it quickly. Let's do it quickly. So Tyler Wall. Uh, mid Tyler Wall looked actually pretty decent. I'm not even gonna lie to you. He looked decent in this game. 19 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. He kind of does it all for them. Two steals. Um, he, you know, it was actually a pretty balanced attack as far as Wisconsin goes. I don't know if you watched this game, yeah. um, but it was kind of mostly Chucky Hepburn, Tyler Wall getting most of the shots, and then the rest of the guys kind of just you know picking their spots. Uh, Wisconsin does look like a really good three-point shooting team. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, 
And Tyler Wall was 0 of 3, but then the rest of the guys are like, uh, was it Klesmit? Klesmit? Is it Matt Klesmit? What's his name? Max Klesmit. Yeah, he's a junior from Wisconsin. Yeah, he was in Klesmit. there. He's looked, his, I liked his shot a lot. Um, had 11 points. Uh, Crawl, Stephen Crawl was in there. He was shooting threes. And then um, you had Chucky. Actually, his three-point shot looked much better and much more improved from last year. So, again, 14 points from Chucky, 19 points from, from Wall. Um, and then they played basically everybody off the bench. How many people do they have on their dang team? Well, they they did play uh, uh, Connor Asijian. I'm not sure yes. how you pronounce the name, Asijian. but he's a top fifth, top two fifty recruit. I believe he's from. I believe he's from Fort Wayne. Indiana. He's from Indiana, right? Yeah, Fort Wayne. Yep. It looks like he played for Indiana Elite based off. Based off the green and orange is Indiana Elite. Indian Elite. Yes, that's the Adidas yeah. uh, AAU Gotcha. So, you know, this is a kid who had pretty good offers coming out, bro. Like, he had all offers from, like, Butler, Wake, uh, Rice, Minnesota, Toledo. Yes. Not bad. Belmont. Not bad. Not bad. Um, yeah. I'm not sure where to put my finger on Wisconsin yet because as like, like I am so, I like was like, I like Wisconsin from a standpoint that they have, they have a winning culture. That's one thing that passed on from, from, uh, from Bo Ryan to Greg Gard is that there's a winning culture there. Greg Gard got back to the swing. He got back to the Wisconsin staple. Uh, he's getting Wisconsin guys in there, um, getting guys who can really, um, who really represent the program the right way, right? But like, where does yeah? What do you do in the tournament? Right, you know, like it, that, you, it doesn't what, translate. What are you really playing <laughs> for like, are you playing for like you're not playing for a final four? You're not playing to do well in the tournament. I feel like they're just trying to do well enough to not be bad in the big 10. Yes. It feels like they're trying to stay like the Indiana Pacers of the big 10, where it's like, you kind of look at them and you go, what are you doing? Like especially the last 10 years, of the Indiana Pacers, where it's kind of like, you're never going to win an NBA title, but you're also just not going to be in the draft lottery. So you're sitting there in like mediocrity kind of being like, well, this is nice. Or like pot, like, you know, positive mediocrity, like, like seventh or eighth seed in, in the East, right? It's kind of like the same thing, right? It's kind of like you're not competing for a championship. You're just happy that you're winning games. Yes. Yes. Um, I think they got to go another level, um, especially recruiting wise. And it's, it's amazing. It's amazing how, like Wisconsin is a hotbed for talent. Like there's a lot of talent that comes out of that state. <laughs> Not even Wisconsin. Minnesota's so right next door. Minnesota's right next door. You want to talk about hotbed of talent? Minnesota's like pulling five star guys like every other year. Wisconsin too. Like it's Wisconsin, yeah, Wisconsin too. Yeah. I don't even understand. I don't understand it. But at the same time, like there are like there are places that Wisconsin, I'm sure, doesn't even step foot in. Yeah. You know, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure if it's a, 
you know, they don't have any connections there. If they don't, they need to hire someone from that area or they need to hire someone, man, they, yeah. they got to get someone from like, oh, man, what's it now? Is it a uh, team hero? Cause the name changes depending on which NBA guy is going to, it's going to sponsor it. So it's like team yeah. hero. Like you got to, Find someone who is like really connected with their program, who can go into Milwaukee, who can go into Racine, who can go into some of these places where you really haven't stepped foot uh, and go get you some dudes and show them like, hey, look, even though even though this is Wisconsin, look, you can come here and thrive. You can I thought- come here and play a style of basketball that is going to win us games and compete to get far, just like those Sam Decker and Frank Kaminsky teams. Like they had, they yeah. had NBA guys. They had NBA. Guys. Yeah. And that's, that's the difference. Yeah. Like, like we're saying, cause Wisconsin fans are coming here and be like, what do you mean? We're not, you know, competing for a championship. Did we just win a big 10 championship two years ago? Blah, 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 blah. It's like, yes, true. But at the same time, it's like, you're not going to win a national championship with any of those teams. Right. And like, like the teams that need to win those championships have good for your guys, which Wisconsin normally has, right? Like, let's just be honest. They're good at getting those guys stay three, four years, you know, by the time they're seniors, they're great, but they, you got to have NBA guys with them and Wisconsin hasn't. And they'll be like, Oh, well we were supposed to get Tyler hero until he went to Kentucky, which is like fair. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like he ended up going to Kentucky for a reason, right? Like you gotta, you gotta, Keep those dudes. You, you can't just be like, ah, oh, he went to Kentucky. Like, ah, uh, it's not like you know, it's our, you know, it's not our fault, right? He went to Kentucky. Like, whatever. It's like, nah. Like, you need to keep those guys. And then if they go there, you can't at the same time be like, oh yeah, like he went there. We hate him now. It's like, okay, well he went there for a reason, as you say. And then now you're like, eh, you know, we hate him. Like, it doesn't compute. It doesn't it? It doesn't work. You know what? Have to, you can't. It's, it's the same side of the argument. You can't argue against yourself. So, again, um, and that's that's another thing. I don't know all the specifics of why Tyler Hero left his Wisconsin commitment. I, I, I'm not going to be out here and be like I'm a you know, I know all the deets. But like at the same time, it's like it seems like you know if you want to go into Team Hero and and go and get players right, the AAU team, right, you're going to have to repair the relationship with the guy that owns the AAU team. Right, so you you're gonna have to reach out to him, and right. and figure out how to repair the relationship. Because again, the, this staff that, that Wisconsin has was the staff when Tyler Hero was being recruited. They got to figure it out. I just feel that, and like you said, it's like like yeah, they just won a Big Ten championship, but at the same time. You can't you can't look me in a straight face and and tell me that like they were a top four team in the conference. No, they weren't. They just had a, the easiest Big Ten schedule. And then again, that's a, that's the thing that comes down to the Big Ten. It's like and uneven scheduling, man. Outright. They could have won it outright, but they couldn't beat Bryce. They couldn't beat a Bryce McGowanless Nebraska. Yep. Like you can't look me in a straight face and tell me that they were really. A better team, like if you were to play Purdue ten times, how many times? Did Purdue win? Wisconsin. It's crazy because I think once. they beat them. 
I'm pretty sure they beat them both times last year, which is insane. Which yeah. is absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah. No, insane. again, Wisconsin, like, you had an NBA guy. You don't have an NBA guy on this team. You, okay, you, you had, a, in our quote, an NBA guy. We're gonna, we, we can talk about whether he's going to be good in the NBA or not. But you had an NBA guy last year. You don't have an NBA guy on this team. Chuck Hepburn is not. Tyler Wolf certainly is not. Um, and then, I don't know, maybe a freshman ends up you know, becoming good. But, like, even then, it's like there's no guy on this team that's going to take his play to the next level, right? And I look at the guys that are coming off the bench on this team, and they're also, like, kind of mid. So, again, you have your starting five, which is decent, and you have your bench, which I, to me was, like, again, mid freshman coming in like this Wisconsin team for me is, is going to be very hit or miss. And these, this Wisconsin team had two all big 10 players on it. Two. Two preseason, all big 10 insane. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Like whatever. Absolutely Wisconsin, is whatever. Wisconsin fans are just are going to hate us. I know. Hate this, this whole I know. Thing. But Wisconsin slander season is wide open. No disrespect at all. Uh, let's. Move on to you want to let's get the let's get the bad teams out of the way. Let's let's do Nebraska and Northwestern. You want to do them at the same time? Nebraska, sure. I mean Sam Gristle, uh, I believe yeah. he's a transfer from North Dakota State. Uh, he was on my like names to watch, like <laughs> super non-trend names yeah. to watch. Uh, I like his game a lot. He's like a six-seven point guard for them. Um. Just plays the game the right way. Tough. Uh, he's also a winner. Yep. So I'm not sure if that's going to help Nebraska really um, get out the doldrums, but I like his game a, a bunch. I like his game so much. Uh, he gives that team a calm. Like, I feel like with, you know, Verge and, you know, Bryce McGowan is an NBA player and you know, Trey McGowan's is very good athlete, but with those three gone, Sam just gives them such a calm and we're not going to panic and yeah. relax. And he controls the tempo. Uh, he's going to allow them uh, to, to play some games close. I'm not sure if they're going to win them, but I just don't see this Nebraska team really being blown out the water like they were constantly last year. Look, I I think so. I agree with you, one. Two, I think Kisei Tominaga is maybe my favorite player that isn't an Indiana player. I love that dude. That dude, that dude, there. he has never seen a shot he, he, he doesn't love. And I love that about him. I love it. I love <laughs> it so much. Shooters shoot, man. He shoots. I I love Kisei a lot. I expect him to actually get major minutes on this team because they need the floor spacing desperately um, around Sam and, and CJ Wilcher. So again, I, I, he's going to get minutes on this team, and he's going to be fun to watch. I think Nebraska, like legit, like if we're talking like you know the NBA version of a league pass team, Nebraska is a league pass team for college basketball. Like they are going to lose some games where they're going to be head scratchers, and they're going to win some games that are going to be head scratchers. Um, but Again, Nebraska is going to be an interesting watch from just a neutral perspective this year. And shout out my guy Kisei. And I don't think any, uh, I don't think any freshmen scored in this game. No, I don't think so. I think there is it. Coach Nets is he a freshman? Uh, I think he's a red shirt. 
Yes. He's a freshman from Lithuania. He did not score in this game. So. <laughs> I, think, I think Dawson is also a red shirt. But, um, but, yeah, I like Sam a lot. I like Sam a lot. But this team is just – oh, man. I don't know. What year is Sam? Is he a senior? Yeah, he's a yeah. he's like one of those like super super seniors who like play. Oh, he's a hometown kid too. He's from Lincoln. Oh, that's actually nice. I like that. Yeah, that is nice. That is very nice. Good for him. Parents don't have to travel to North Dakota anymore to watch games. <laughs> that's a plus. <laughs> plus, huge plus. Um, right. Northwestern. 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 The Fighting Boo Booies. The Fighting Boo Booies went up against their in you know in city rivals, Chicago State Cougars, the powerhouse that is from the south side of Chicago. Um, They're always playing Chicago State. Kanye West's alma mater. Is it? I think he went. He went to like community college at Chicago State for like a semester and dropped out. He didn't graduate mm-hmm. from there. Okay, but yeah, um, yeah. The Fighting Boo Booies. Boo Booey. Speaking of Boo Booey. Had a decent game, 16 points. Um, the, the standout for Northwestern, though, was Robbie Barron, um, the senior. Had 20 points in this game. Um, looks to be the guy that's going to be their go-to, um, go-to big guy, I think. Um, yeah, everybody left, so he's got to be. Left. And he, was, he, he, he was 10 of 11 from the free throw line, 2 of 3 from 3. Um, 20 points, seven rebounds, two assists. He did it all. But again, it's against Chicago State. So how much of it can you actually read into it? Um, Chicago State's one of the worst programs in the country. Um, they're an independent, by the way. Like year in, they're year an, out. They're it's an amazing. independent, by the way. Why are they an independent? They, they're not, they don't belong to a conference? Because they, like, they, like, they like stop playing games. Like They were like, yo, what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're awful. But again, there's like, not really much you can learn from their home season one year. Like it was bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like they like straight up canceled it. Again, Northwestern's going to be Northwestern. I'm going to wait to to actually like have a full opinion on how bad this team is going to be when I see them against decent opponents. I think the first decent opponent they play um, is at Georgetown on the 15th. So again, next week, about a week from now, at Georgetown, we'll kind of get. Is that is that part of the Gavit games? I believe that is part of the Gavit games. Yes. So they play. Got to be Gavit. They play at Georgetown, um, and so well, I, I'll learn more about them then. then we get, anyway, Chicago State's awful. So. Also, do you want to talk just briefly? Uh, Ryan Ryan Young, former Northwestern big uh, for Duke, he shot a hundred percent last night. 12 points, 12.7 rebounds, three steals, and he started. Also, with the rival, North Carolina, Pete Nance had six points, one for three, three rebounds and two assists. Good buddy of mine, good buddy of mine, who talks basketball. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name names. Yeah, yeah. Said that he would take Pete Nance over Drew Timmy. I know who you're talking about, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> name names either. But he just needs to know that's the worst take of all time. <laughs> that is an awful take. That is just bad. 
at all levels of basketball knowledge, that is just bad. It's just bad. It's so bad. I would rather have. Oh man, this is my this is this is my boy too. This is this is my boy too. He does good stuff. Oh man, but I will. Let's let's not out him right now. Let's not out. We can do that later when when. You know, North Carolina loses to IU in Bloomington. We we can talk about that. But my <laughs> God, as a yeah, take, I'm done talking about uh, a guy whose whose seat is 500 degrees. Okay, what's <laughs> what's next? <laughs> uh the banger that is Bethune Cookman versus Iowa. Let's talk Bethune Cookman. So. Hoop makes – this is a kid who I had uh, – like, I'm not going to say what my hit and miss ratio is on my on my, on my my basketball takes. <coughs> yeah. But I'm going to say – I will say, I will say, I am – I'm somewhere between 85 and 90% on hit. On hit. Okay. Um, okay. Zion Harmon is one of my misses. Uh, Zion Harmon does not play for Iowa. Mm. He plays for Bethune Cook. Uh, Zion Harmon was rated the number yep. one player uh, for a long time in his class. Long, 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 long time in his class. This is yep. the same class that had, uh, I believe, I believe it was twenty twenty one. So that class was like Chet Holmgren. That class was Paolo Bancaro. Like legit, yep. like legit class. Like he was number one in that class for a <laughs> yeah. long time. Um, and then some things happen. You know, some things I don't want to really, really like, like go into detail with. But like I had him pegged. I was like, this dude is going to be a five star. He's going to go to like a big school like Kentucky or UNC, and he's going to kill it. But some things went down. And he ended up going to Western Kentucky, right? Uh, well, I believe he was still one of the top yep. point guards in the class, but he had he had dropped off big time. Um, but seeing him in this game was like really cool because I know that he's gone through a lot of stuff with his life and things that have like happened with him. I know he was like five for eighteen, but uh, but the fact that he was able to you know, you know, conquer some of his demons and, you know, you know, get back to playing ball. Like he, he, this is his first time playing. This is his first time playing period. And, uh, you know, he had 15 points. He had, he had seven assists. He had two blocks. Well, like I said, Hey, he was seven assists, three turnovers. Yeah. Like seven assists, three turnovers. He was one one of the best players, dog. Like, like if y'all know my (laughs) My minions went down there, went down to something called the Buckeye Prep when they're in the fifth grade. That was the first time I saw Zion Harmon. I saw him down, mm. and kid was unreal. Kid was unbelievable. And from then on, like I, I like try to keep tabs on him, and then you know things happen. But I'm glad that he got back into it. I'm really happy that he got back into it, bro. Yeah. I, I agree. Like, again, I remember Zion Harmon. I used to be the dude that just, like, would constantly be looking at the recruiting rankings changing every day. I don't do that anymore. Because yeah. It's just, I, 
I have too much things going on in my life. But then again, I used to read that. Zion Harmon was a name that I, yeah. I recognized instantly. But yeah, he looks decent for them. Um, if he can probably, like, you know, not chuck up 18 shots a game for them, I think they'll be in a good spot. He was he going was, for it. He, he was, was trying his it. best. And you know what? I, I props because, you know, again, they were so far out of that game. Um, by, you know, halfway through the second half, like he was getting those minutes then. So it was like, whatever, you can go for the shots. Um, yeah. But again, I, seven assists, three turnovers. Like he actually looked like their best playmaker in that game by far. And not even just statistically, just like if you just watch the game, like he, he was at a different level. He was at a different level than oh, everybody else on, on that team. Yeah, so again, he's, he came off the bench, but he's going by a guy for me that I you know if I, for some reason, ungodly reason look up Bethune Cookman after they play Indiana, by the way, on Thursday. If I look up Bethune Cookman the rest of the year, um and I and I don't see him starting, I'm gonna be very confused because he's he's got starter quality for this team. He's the leading scorer for this team. He had the most assists. He's good. On to Iowa. Um they didn't have to do much to win this game. They were way, 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 way bigger than this team. Just like again, you run out guys like Pat McCaffrey is is six nine. He was you know guarding like a six three guard. Like it, it was it was not it wasn't fair. Like it's just a bigger team. Um, they play more dynamic offense. It, it just was a complete mismatch. And again, this game was basically you know it was fifty four to thirty five. They were almost a twenty point lead at halftime. Um, and it was basically out of reach about halfway through the second half. Um, yeah. And to play a lot of the, the young guys, so that's good for 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 Iowa. Um, I don't really have anything else to say on them. You know, Chris Murray didn't have to do anything. It was just, it's kind of just like whoever had the shot, they took the shot, and and, and they honestly made it. Like they they were shooting thirty three percent for three, fifty percent for the floor. It's like whatever. It, 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 these games don't tell me a lot. Okay, they just don't because again, they're it's out of hand by four minutes into the second half. They don't, but like you know, you just you, like basketball's back. So it's happy. Well, can we do, I like talking about it. It's great. But I, I, no, I didn't. I didn't learn anything from this game. From the thirty minutes I watched, I didn't learn anything at all from from my. But shout out to Dean Cookman and Zion Harmon. Hey, what what conference is Western Kentucky in? Do you know? All for it. The American? No, they're not American. No, no, no. Western Kentucky. Yeah. I was thinking like Sun Belt or Ohio Valley Conference, or Missouri. USA. Um, they're in Conference USA. Yeah. Conference USA. Oh, okay. Conference USA. And they played. Did they have games yesterday? Let's see. Oh, well, I'm looking for one dude and he, he has he's not played. Okay. I, all I was looking for was Christian Lander. Oh uh, yeah, looking. I was looking, I was looking for Christian Lander, bro. I was looking for him, but they don't play until looks like Thursday, or yeah, they play Thursday. Yes, against Thursday. Kentucky. Yes. Okay. Eastern Kentucky, who blew out somebody by the way, like by like eighty points. Miami Middletown, like what did Miami Middletown do to you? Um, let's go right to Indiana. So we're on the. Yeah, I'll let you go because you you watched the whole game as it was going, as it was happening. You saw the comments on Twitch and all that stuff. So go ahead. Yeah. 
Um, rough start to the game. Just put that out there. It was like 20 to 20, maybe, maybe 18 to 18. It was tied like a pretty decently high score. And then all of a sudden, IU put in the freshman and took Miller Cop out the game. And the, the, the lead just ballooned. Um, Geronimo was a huge difference maker in this game. Renew was a big difference maker in this game. Um, honestly, like coming off the bench, uh, uh, Galloway was a huge difference maker. Tamar Bates is a huge difference maker. The bench is what ended up letting IU kind of balloon this lead. You're up by 13 and a half or 12 and a half. And then it, it just like took off in the second half. So again, they came out real slow again, which is something I think the coaching staff now after the two exhibition games and then this game kind of has to look at it's come out slow in each game uh, kind of has to look at and kind of change some things pre pregame warm up or whatever. But yeah, I mean, they came out and, and in the second half and kind of put their, their, their uh, foot on the throat of Moorhead state and Moorhead state's not a bad team, by the way, like Moorhead state's actually a decent mid-major um, Ohio Valley team. Yeah. They're usually pretty good. Yeah. That's I believe they were really in the tournament point. last year. If, if I'm not, Incorrect on that. Did was that the team? I that think they made the sweet six. To... They were in a not sweet. They were they're a, a sixteen seed, I believe. Were they? I want to say so. Were they? Or I'm say. thinking Murray State. No, they weren't in there. Yes, they were. No, they weren't. I thought they were in there because they had Johnny Broom and they had um, the other guy that, that transferred to to Minnesota, who I, I forget his name right now off the top of my head, Jalen Taylor. Um, but they, they again again they were really good last year, um, as far as like a, a mid major goes, um, and so beating this team by thirty five. Pretty decent on your home court. Um, my biggest takeaways from the game, again, freshman looked great. Jalen Hitchfina looked amazing. Um, could work on his free throws. He's one of four from, from the free throw line. He's got to be better than that. Uh, Malik Renew was a grown-ass man. This guy looked really good. He tempted a three-pointer, which almost went in. Very good. <laughs> Two blocks, 15 <laughs> points. Bro, I was I I would have fallen out of my chair. The the Twitch stream would have had to mute me again. The, by the people of the Twitch stream were so mean. Bro, they were like, "You need to stop talking." I'm like, "Bro, it's my stream. I'm streaming it for you for free. <laughs> Don't tell me to stop talking. I will continue to talk. Excuse me." Um, <laughs> uh, Trace didn't have to do much, and then I honestly I I ripped Miller Cop at the beginning of the game. He came out in the second half, had two really good um, transition three-pointers, like, off of really big, um, like, uh, just, like, transitions. I think one of them was off a of Trace Jackson Davis, like, block that went st- – volleyball block straight into the ground. Um, Johnson picks it up, throws it ahead to Jalen Hinshafino, who kicks it across the way. Miller Cop in transition. Stop, pop, three-pointer, hits it. Nothing but net. Something Hall went crazy. Hey, this team – they're going to win through depth. They're going to win um, through their bench. Bench scoring, um, I think the bench scored, I'm doing quick math, like 30 points um, plus in this game. This team's deep. 
it goes it goes you know 10 11 12 players deep um, and they're gonna find scoring any way they can so I was impressed with what I saw um, some players could you know step up a little bit Xavier Johnson only taking three shots um, I thought race Thompson probably could have been more aggressive in the post when he got the ball but overall good team win was he chilling was Ray he was, again? he was, but he had a three-pointer. He he was chilling in the first half, and then I think in the second half, uh, after halftime, the coach kind of laid into them, and he kind of, he had like, I think he only had two shots in the first half and had six in the second. So I think he just kind of like, was like, okay, I'll you know kind of put this game out of reach here. And they did that, and then it was a comfortable game the rest of the way. Like, I was just joking with Twitch chat the rest of the time. So, uh, Were you surprised that CJ Gunn only played six minutes? Uh, no, because he, he came out and just wasn't shooting the ball well. And he looked like a little bit out of control. Um, so I think again, with this team, it's like, we have so much depth. It's like, if he's not playing well, okay, you play, you play Galloway 15 minutes. Oh, Galloway's not playing well. Oh, let's play Tamar Bates 23 minutes. Like, you know, it's like, they're going to find minutes for dudes, um, that are playing well. And, and, and that's going to lead to winning basketball. It is because because you because you because you have options, right? Yeah. It's not like before when there was a big drop off from player A to player B. <laughs> yeah. And you had to ride with A because you knew going to B to prove prove a point kind of just loses the game because you drop off so much. But to have a situation where A, B, and C are close enough to where you can go from one to another, it's just going to elevate everybody's game because they pay attention to that. They're like, okay. I know yeah. when I get in this game, I either got to be on my shit or I'm going to be in trouble. Uh, I just got to let you know, one other thing from this game, Amp, Assembly Hall's back, like full on back. I, uh, there was a player, I think his name was Jake Wolf on the other team, started jawing at the student section. The thing is the student section filled the entire upper balcony of Assembly Hall. So all like 7,000 students that were in attendance were there and they started giving it to this guy. This guy was like four of four from the field at one point, and then he was he ended four of eight, nine points, and fouled out of the game. Like the the the, the student section got to him so oh. bad, he like he had a flagrant foul at the end. His fifth foul was a flagrant like push. He left the game. He's like sitting on the bench, steaming. Assembly halls back. Like the the the, the environment is back. Not that it ever really left, but like. The students are actually showing out to games. It kind of it's back, it's back, it's back and full. So uh, expect Assembly Hall to be a raucous environment every single game for Indiana this year. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Does uh, Rutgers come to town? <laughs> they do. Um, that should be an interesting game, <laughs> to say the least. Actually, the interesting game should be the Michigan game. Because I remember the Michigan fa- Michigan game, like uh, people were mad about the way that Michigan like kind of left that court after the IU game last year. Like that's going to be a heated game. I know. I mean, the way that they they left the court, they they were oh, no, maybe it was Michigan. It was Maryland? Maybe Maryland was like talking mad shit. I think when leaving, I think I'm mixing up Michigan and Maryland. But either way, man, just trying to throw Michigan into any controversy. Oh, it was Michigan. It was Michigan. Don't worry. It was Michigan. It was Michigan for sure. Um, I, the way you guys beat us at home last year, like, because I remember that was a big game. Cause everybody's super excited about it because it's two ranked teams. And then, boom, yeah. like, uh, 
Caleb Houston has the best game in, in the Michigan uniform that he played. So <laughs> he was killing that game. He, right. he could not miss. I was so mad. I'm sitting in the press box again. I'm like, are you ki- are you kidding me? <laughs> like he hasn't done this at all all year. He's like six of six from three. Like talking to fans, this is not normal. Yeah, this is not. not this is not. This not. They shouldn't be hitting these. <laughs> um, all right, let's go right to Michigan. Let's, let's do it. Michigan. Um, Michigan had uh, another really nice performance from Jed Howard. Uh, I think, mm. man, I think. Uh, I don't know if anybody can take freshman of the year from him if he keeps on this tear, especially as they go as the option number two. Yeah. I think there's teams where like option number two is going to vary, but there's a clear pecking order so far with Hunter one jet kind of like one B. And I'm not even going to lie to you. If jet continues to play like this, he's going to put himself on the draft radar highly like I'm talking like lottery pick. I'm talking like top ten pick. Like in that in that eight to ten range. Yeah, he's he's, get, he's, he's playing all, his way into there if he continues to keep this up. Yeah, like he's already on like draft people. Like there's there's a few in the draft chat that have him that have him like late lottery already. Like going into this year. So they didn't <laughs> even like see these things yet. So yeah. you already know that they're gonna go, oh, I have a narrative. I have an agenda. They're going to push it as hard as possible. Um, he's here's the thing. He, I don't think people understand how how big he is. Because I think watching him play, it looks like you're watching some like six four guy run run up. Yeah. He is six eight plus. Yeah, he's tall. He's, he's huge. Six eight plus. <clears throat> I think that's what kind of gets people kind of like. Uh, like, like, oh, okay, he's good, but like, like, it's like, no, this guy is like, he's almost six nine. It's almost six nine. So, the fact that he can shoot the ball, he's handling it. He's like coming off of reads, and he's not being selfish. Like, he's shooting his shots. Um, he's creating. Um, he's being aggressive. You know, he's he's had a really nice start to the year because he had what twenty one and five assists. He's had a real nice for the year. Um, yeah. Hunter also had a nice game at 22 points and 12 rebounds. Um, uh, Doug McDaniel didn't shoot the ball great, but at the same time was still electric playing. He he gave the team an, another boost, gave the team some speed. Um, Terrace Reed. Terrace Reed is uh, – he's going to be interesting this year because – because like he's got a lot of potential, and I wonder how he is playing behind Hunter and not getting a majority of the minutes. Because like some guys, they need to play twenty twenty five plus minutes to get that yeah. rhythm. Like, can he be more like a microwave? Come in the game, do his thing, go hard in time for Hunter to come back in. Just do the whole. All American thing. Um, Kobe didn't have a good game. 
I thought I thought Kobe was a little bit out he of control. Shoot well. He didn't shoot very well, but it, like he didn't he didn't he have didn't to because it was the Jet and Hunter show. Yeah, um, I think I think I don't think there was a shot that I was like, no, Kobe. Like every shot that he took, I was like, okay, yo, it's a good shot. Just make it. You know, um, these yeah. are these are speaking of- just confidence. His, no, go ahead, go ahead. his confidence has. Uh, his confidence is going to allow him to, 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 to really stretch his game and be able to play free this year. Um, and you know, being alongside Jack nice. is, is just going to open up the, the game way more for him too. Yeah, exactly. And I was going to say this. I was like, by the way, speaking of, of, of confidence and speaking of shooting and making it, Joey Baker, 16 minutes off the bench, nine points, three of six from three. This team needs him. Right, they need him to come in and kind of do that that floor spacing. And I, I, I watched like I was trying to tune into this game whenever there was commercials um, for the IU game, and I feel like I saw every single one of his threes go in. They looked good. They did. He looked good. They, they looked good. I, he's going to give this team good minutes. He's not going to be the best player on the floor. You know, he came in as a five star recruit to Duke. They're so excited to have him at Duke. I was going to tell you this. Um, in the room when I was in there on playback, I was like, I was friends with a couple Duke managers. Um, and they love Joey. Like Joey's a great guy. Um, and, and they were like really excited for him again, but injuries got him the best of them. So yeah. he's a dude that if he can find his, his role on this team and just be comfortable, he's going to continue to make shots and he's going to be a dude that's going to play more minutes as the year goes on. I think, cause again, you're going to need a, you know, a wing a guy, I think he's like what six six. You're gonna need a dude six seven. Yeah, you're gonna need six six seven six eight dude come in and hit threes for this team. Kind of space the floor um, and kind of take a bit of that pressure to kind of keep that gravity away from Jet Howard and Hunter Dickinson. So again, Joey, shout out Joey had a great game, um, and I look forward to see more of him in the Michigan uniform as the year goes on. Yeah. Uh, and the way that the team is built too, like around Hunter, uh, is like night and day from last year. Mm-hmm. I think last last year you not only didn't have much spacing, but you had guys who struggled shooting and struggled creating. Which <laughs> is yeah, <laughs> you have to do one or the other. <laughs> I think you have um, you have multiple guys who could do both things on this team. And there were so many times where like Hunter would get the ball within five feet, and he would be one on one all because the guards were stuck on the perimeter. Like, nobody right. was jamming down. Nobody was helping over. Nobody was trying to double. Um, if they did double, it was super late because they're guarding Jet, like, 25 feet from the basket. Uh, so, like, just having those threats on the court is just going to, it's just going to, like, take his game to a whole nother level. Right. And again, it's it's Purdue Fort Wayne, so it's not really much you can take out of this game, other than congratulations, you passed the Purdue Fort Wayne test and didn't lose to them. So good job. Sure. That's true. <laughs> not every Big Ten team is that lucky. No, no, don't. We're not going to name names, but not every <laughs> Big Ten team is lucky enough to have a three-game losing streak to Purdue Fort Wayne. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. We're not naming names, though. We're not naming names. No names are being named. Indiana, <laughs> no names. <laughs> uh, Ohio State. Uh, I thought that they they missed Justice Suing. I thought Justice Suing able to come come in and mm. and really 
like show why like he's the dude and you yeah. have him and you have someone like uh 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 like Lele and then you got Bryce Sensabaugh and then you got Tanner Holden their wing position is I, I would say like they're they're probably top four in the league that wing spot very good wing spot uh, I question their guard play still, mm. uh, but I think that their wings are very, very good. Sensabaugh is a freshman. Uh, he had a good game, 17 points, nine rebounds. He's like a big dude. He's like 6'6", six, six, but, he, mm. but he, he's like he's, he's like a tank. He's like 245, bro. He's like a big dude. Yeah, he's, he's, he's huge. a big, big dude. dude. Um, uh, very good recruit coming out. I believe he was a, he was a pretty good four-star. Um, he was a high yeah. four star. Yeah. yeah, so very good, very good wing group. And your boy Roddy Gale, three of five, seven points. Who now? Roddy Gale. Roddy Gale. <sighs> I'm not. <sighs> I like Roddy Gale a lot. I like him a lot. I'm not sure of the opportunities he's going to get this year mm. because of because of McNeil because of suing. Uh, because of Holden too, because when they get to winning time, I think Tanner Holden yeah. is yeah. going to play a lot of minutes. If he's playing mm. a lot, a lot of minutes, someone's not playing a lot of minutes. Yeah, it's going to be him. So yeah, so like, but they, I think that, their best, honestly, I think their, I think their best lineup is probably, probably Bruce Thornton, and they probably go, mm. probably go. Tanner Holden, Suing, McNeil, and Key, and then Sensabaugh will be like the sixth guy. Honestly, you don't think? Uh, is it like a like You think like Akile's in there? The guy from Oklahoma State. That's how we know him. He's yeah, a, yeah, he's yeah. a really big glue guy. He's he's a big glue guy. Mm. So so yeah, like he'll probably play. But I think from the standpoint of going like small ball. Um, having having suing at the four is going to be huge for them. This team can be a nightmare Ant, for teams to guard. Like th- this, yeah. this team is going to have ridiculous spacing again because the guys. There's not a guy in their starting lineup that doesn't shoot the three. I, I guess Liga Akile doesn't not known as a very good three point shooter, but other than him, like everybody else, like think he's good. Suing's a monster. Thornton's gonna, you know, hit the threes, um, and McNeil's a, a shooter. But again, like they they have guys that are come in that are gonna be able to shoot. Their four spacing is gonna be crazy. Like, uh, you know, again, that's that's what happens when you start Zed Key at six eight at you know at, at center. Like, it's they have five guards. They have a five guard lineup. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, that's <laughs> no, but um, it kind of comes back to the whole thing that. Like, like Holtman plays those Pat Beverly types at point guard. Like he doesn't have, yeah, he, he doesn't have explosive players at point guard. He has guys who want to lock down on defense and then on offense. Uh, just don't be a negative and kind of be the junkyard dude. Um, and that's what Bruce Thornton is going to mm-hmm. have to be this year. And he's a, I believe he's a true freshman. So for him to be able to come in. Start right away. All he has to do is lock down, take care of the ball. Um, 
and find people. Uh, so he has like low, low pressure, but he's surrounded with a, a bunch of really good players and a bunch of guys who are trying to win. Like you have a lot of, well, like suing as well, like a suing is like a six-year senior. Um, you have uh, McNeil, who he's a senior. You have you have a bunch of upperclassmen who all they want to do is win right now. So I'm not even gonna lie to you. I, like I watched. Did you watch this game? I did. Yeah. Okay, I watched this game too. What I saw from Justice suing was very. Like for me, it was confidence inspiring in this take, which is that he he could play himself onto the Big Ten first team. He could. Um, he's gonna get the shots. He he's gonna be the guy for this team. Um, they're gonna go where he goes. And again, I, I feel like it's kind of like most people just forgot how good he was when he did play for Ohio State because he missed last year for the injury. So and they missed him so much yeah. last year on that team. That team would have been much better with the Justice suing. So I'm happy to see him playing again. Yeah. Yeah, and like not having guys like uh not having guys like uh Malachi Branham and uh and not having EJ Liddell. You know, who are your go-to guys? Like Holman wants his go-to guys. And Swing is one of them. Yeah. Swing is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I think I think Tanner Holden is going to be the other one. Once they start going, I think Tanner Holden is going to be the other one with um with you know someone like Bryce Sensabaugh coming in and being that third-ish option. All right, which game is next? Which one do you want to move on to? Um, you want to cover Michigan State quickly? Because I didn't get to watch that because it was the same time as the IU and the Michigan game. Yeah, sure. Uh, Michigan State, it was – it was um, they, 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 they were hanging around in the second half with like a 10-point lead, just hanging around. And, yeah. And Northern Arizona found ways to just like get good shots, but they just wouldn't fall and get to single digits. Uh, Northern Arizona has a little yeah. guard named J- Jalen Cohn. Jalen Cohn's a former – he was ranked around 100, used to play at Virginia Tech, a uh, really good mm. player out of um, North Carolina. He had – I think he had 20 on 19 shots. Um, yep. Like, he's like 5'10". He had 20 points, 10 rebounds. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he really lost Um he played well, but they just didn't have enough guys. Um, Joey Hauser had a nice game, 18 and eight, 18 and 10. I think the best, I think the brightest spot was uh Pierre Brooks. Uh they need they need Pierre Brooks to be good this year uh, because I don't like their wing situation uh coming into the year. And I think if he's able to come off and be a serviceable a serviceable guy at the at the three, that's going to change the trajectory for this team. Uh, he's a really good shooter. He's a big dude. He's about six six, uh, probably about two twenty five, two thirty. Um, but he's a pretty good athlete. He, he gets up and down the floor well. Uh, really good spot up shooter. And I don't think they have that biggish wing to be able to run the wing like that and take those shots. Guys like Malik Hall are more so like, hey, I'm going to hit the trail three or, you know, I'm going to hit the spot up three, and that's about it. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So it's 
it's interesting, bro. Like they they had they started off the game very very good. Jaden Akins he pressed a bit, he pressed a bit. He came mm. out. I was about to ask what happened to to Tyson Walker and Jason Jaden Akins because they they both were like three of eleven, three of ten. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing with Tyson Walker. Tyson Walker is is a really good two way guard, really good two way guard. Um, mm. Didn't shoot the ball well. But he was still finding guys, and he took care of the rock. And he was pretty good on defense. Right. Um, with Jane Akins, this this was his first game back. Uh, he right. he's been out with that foot injury, and he's been at practice for a few days now. And I think he was just itching to get back on the court. And I think he knows how important he is on this team. And so so he was. He was forcing a bit. He was forcing a bit. Um, he didn't let the game come to him, but but it was really good for him just to get just to get back out on the court um, and getting up and down there. Uh, he he did look healthy, which is probably the the most important thing. Uh, Jackson Jackson Kohler, Jackson Kohler, yep. freshman, uh, had six points, nine rebounds. Uh, coming off the bench and um, three for five from the floor. Uh, he missed a three and I, it looked like he was a little bit hesitant. I know he caught it and like shot it, but it didn't look like it looked when he was in high school. I think he rushed it tight. He like rushed, he like, he rushed it and he was hesitant. It's kind of weird to like, kind of weird to say that, but um, yeah, uh, I felt like he shot it because he was open. He didn't shoot it to make it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the the commentator said that uh, that Jackson doesn't have the green light, but he has a blinking yellow. Uh, I would give him the green light because he's he's that good of a shooter, bro. He's that good of a shooter. Mm. High skill player. Uh, Trey Holloman also real nice game. Uh, Trey Holloman is you know more of that Dennis Schroeder, Rajon Rondo type. Uh, he does give them um, almost. He's he's almost like. A bigger Tyson Walker who can't shoot it as well. Mm. Um, I still like their backcourt, though. Still, still like their backcourt. Uh, Hogard had nine points, eight assists. So he was dishing and diming, um, making the right decision more times than not. Um, I am curious to see if. Because he was confident shooting the three in the exhibition, I think he was two for two. For, he was two for two. If he's able to shoot the three well, uh, that's going to elevate this team. Because he's so fast with the ball, he's like he's like he's like six three, two fifteen. He's a truck. He's a truck. When he gets downhill and you get on his hip, it's over. Because he's either going to yep. make the layup or he's going to dime and dish and hit somebody. Um, so you like what you saw from Michigan State against Northern Arizona? Yes or no? Uh, they they needed to they they needed to put the team away, and they can't get stagnant. They can't get stagnant. They were stagnant for mm. a for a a bit. Like they had opportunities to really push the lead, and they kind of let NAU back in it. Um, and things just got really really stagnant. Mm. I wish I was paying way more attention to you know, who was in when it got stagnant. Was this like an was this like an experimental group? 
Was it a group that should be doing better? That's the only part mm-hmm. that I probably have to go back and watch. But um, but overall, not terrible. You do want Malik Hall to be better because I, I think they need Malik Hall to be that dude. Um, and he had five points and seven boards. Um, only On four shots. Like, four he needs shots. to take more shots. He's too good. Yeah. He's too good to only shoot the ball four times. Way too okay, Joey Hauser picked up all his shots totals for him. Joey Hauser career game, 18 and 10 for Joey. 18 and 10, good game for him. Yeah. Uh, they, they need him to do well. Um, Maya Sissoko, four, four points and six boards. We're going to see where this team is at uh, when they play Gonzaga this Friday. <laughs> we really will see where this team's at when they play Gonzaga. <laughs> I mean, like, yes, like, I, I understand it is. I understand that it is, you know, Gonzaga is going to be a tough team. But all I want to see is I want to see the pecking order. Like, AJ and Malik right. got to be there at, as 1A, 1B. Like, they, they have to be 1A, 1B. Joey Hauser, he needs this type of game. Which means AJ Hogard and Malik need to be better than what Joey Hauser was. And then I need right. Jaden Akins and Tyson Walker to be right there as well. Um, and I think if – I even if they lose, it doesn't matter if it's by 15, 20. That doesn't matter in this game. What matters is are your dudes going to be dudes? That's what matters to me, especially yeah. this early on. If your dudes yeah. are going to be dudes this early on, they've got a, they've got a shot to compete in the Big Ten – for like that top four seed, right? But yep. if your best players are still kind of looking around and waiting for someone else to pop off, then this is going to be a long non-conference. Long non-conference. Your dudes got to be dudes. And they, they have to be dudes ASAP because like they got Gonzaga – Kentucky, Villanova in the next, like, in the span of seven days. That's so tough. <laughs> so tough. Yeah, so, like, they, they either got to put up or shut up. And you know yeah. what? It's not far-fetched for them to beat Villanova. It's not. Uh, Villanova just played LaSalle, and it was, uh, it was a 13-point was a thirteen-point game. And they gave up, and they gave up some points too. So, I don't think this is out. Um, I don't think Villanova is far fetched. Also, I don't think Kentucky is far fetched either. Uh, Kentucky, they do have, they do have, they do have talent, right? They do have players, right? But CJ <laughs> Frederick led them from as a starter with twenty. Right, mm. he had twenty. Um, yeah. Reeves, the transfer from I believe it was, I believe it was Illinois State. Uh, he had, he had, I believe he had twenty two. So, if if those two guys are leading, there's no reason why you can't go in there and be super competitive. There's no reason why. And then yes, they have freshmen who are also pretty pretty good, but. 
but again, they but have the they have the they have the tools to start this season three and one before they play Alabama, and I believe that's the PK eighty. Which <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> Uh, Kentucky was out uh, without uh, – I can never say Oscar's name. I'm going to say Oscar because I can't say his name. Oscar Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were all at him. So, again, it's you know kind of tough. I just uh, – Michigan State has an opportunity, in my opinion. I think they have an opportunity. They have an opportunity. They have an opportunity, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But you don't have to play these teams at the same time. Like it's, it's not like you're playing an all-star team of Gonzaga, Kentucky, Alabama, and they're picking like the best players. Like they're they're not playing Brandon Miller, Casey Wallace, and Drew Timmy and Nolan Hickman all on one floor. Like those are different games. Which is you know you know yes, it looks funny when when you look at them all on the same paper, but it's just one game at a time. It's one game at a time. Right. 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 Um. Yeah, that's all I got on Michigan State. Rutgers completely blew out Columbia. It wasn't um, even close. This game is like, uh, did you it was watch a 10 this game? Point game? And then they stopped messing around. Yeah, like, it was a game at halftime. They've messed around with teams like this and ended up losing. And then, and then they find themselves four months later. Man, if only we didn't choke against this team that's ranked three hundredth on like the net. You know, yeah, I but think Columbia only right. scored thirty five points in this game. I the, the Rutgers defense is but suffocating, a, so absolutely suffocating. I, it is, it is. But it was a ten point game at the half. Yeah, but they, again, they they put the they came out. Did you watch any of this game? Some of it, yes. Okay, the second half. I I only watched the second half because I, I tuned in because it was a ten point game. I I kind of put it on my phone. I was watching it, and yeah, they turned up. They <laughs> they they started going full like I swear to God, like like uh, Harlem Globetrot. They they were like they were just they they decided like ah no 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 it's done like zero to one hundred like put the nitrous in them like that, that's what happened. they just they just outspeeded this team um, <laughs> completely. Like Columbia just got ran off the court um, in the second half, but again. That happens in these games. You come out, come out the first half. You don't play very well. You know, Spikel goes into halftime, lays into them. Like, you're way better than this team. Come out in the second half. There's something to prove, and they do it. Uh, you know, Cliff didn't even have to do anything in this game. Like, Omar Reed didn't have to do anything in this game. Um, Paul Mulcahy, Spencer, Hyatt, and Mag, they're all, their whole starting lineup was in double digits. So, again, um, you're not going to lose a lot of games when that happens. I thought Rutgers looked very decent, and that's about it. That's all I can remember, because Columbia looked – Cam Spencer, Cam, Cam Spencer is nice. nice. Cam Spencer is nice. He's one of those guys who is a plus on both ends. Yep, works very hard. He makes the right decisions. Um, and he's and, and hits six steals this game. Six and yeah, they they just they they were just giving this man the basketball. Columbia had five total steals. He had six. Cam had more steals yeah, than they Columbia. Had Fourteen as a team. <laughs> yeah. 14 steals as a team. Like, Rutgers played really good basketball. Mm-hmm. They played really good basketball. Especially in the second assists, half. Yeah. 20 assists on 31 field goals. Yep. My, my question uh, for them, though, is, is depth. That's my question for them. If you look at the guys that came off the bench, 
they did not play well. When the bench unit was in, they did not play well. Like again, they won by forty, and all of their starters like had to almost like twenty nine minutes from Spencer, twenty minutes from Hyatt, twenty six from from Mag, twenty seven from Mulcahy. If you're winning by forty, you should be playing less minutes than that. Um, I think Dean Ryber's going to be so? all right. I think Dean Ryder is going to be all right, and I think when McConnell comes back, oh, when McConnell comes uh, back, they're going to be better. Yeah, yeah. So I think they can go <laughs> a good. I think they they can go a good, a good eight deep because I think Derek Simpson is going to be good for good for them too. Um, so if they go McConnell, yeah, yeah, they're they should be eight deep. They should be eight deep. They should be eight deep. All right, last game. Let's, Last game, Penn State. Did you watch the Penn State game? I didn't watch I, it. I watched the Penn State game because my brother was at it. Okay. Bro, they run good stuff. Like, Penn State runs really good stuff. I know I'm, we're talking about Penn State basketball. People are like, ah, it's Penn State. Like, whatever. Like, pushover. No, 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 no. These guys are, these guys are good. Like, a Penn State's going to be – a Penn State – I here's my hot take. When – I think Hunter, did, Hunter, talk yeah, about Hunter did talk about it. Yeah, he, he talked about how good Penn State stuff. Penn State is. runs really, really good stuff, and they beat a Winthrop team. Winthrop is no pushover. Like the Big South has some decent. UNC no, Asheville's good. Gardner Webb usually is pretty decent. Winthrop's usually pretty good. High Point occasionally is pretty. Like there are some good. Campbell's usually pretty decent. Like there are some decent teams in the in the Big South. They made this team look like they were a D2 team. They ran over them. Like, Jalen Pickett was the best player on the court by far. Um, I hadn't heard of um, Andrew Funk. I think he's a transfer um, for for Penn State. He he transferred in this year. Yeah, I think that's – Bucknell, yeah. He came in from Bucknell. He's a dude. This guy's a dude. He's a really good shooter. Um, he sits at about six five. He's a wing player. He he looked a little bit slow on defense, but again, he was against I think a, some smaller guards from Winthrop. But he's a dude. Like Penn State's got some guys, and then again, they had Miles Dread coming off the bench, added twelve. Um, but they Winthrop was also picked yes, second. That's what I'm saying. And they made Winthrop look bad. This is this Penn State team is good. I I legit think after one game, I, I I'll go out on a limb and say this. From what I saw from Penn State, they're gonna finish in the top half of the conference this year. They will. They're gonna finish like either sixth or seventh. And I wouldn't be surprised. They gotta be top seven for yep. that. Yeah, top I think seven. they're gonna be sixth or seventh. I think they're gonna be in the top half of the conference. They're gonna surprise some people. Um like legit, I think Jalen Pickett's so good. Everything I saw from him, he he scored at all three levels last night. Um, had five assists, and, and he was just like do it, do all everything for Penn State, and they were good. They they have a they have a BS schedule. Bro. You think so? They Let's see what their schedule is. Yeah, I haven't seen. Let me see what their schedule. The only oh, yeah. tough games <laughs> are the private games and the Big Ten AACC Challenge. Other high major game. Yeah, Butler's mid. And then they play at Clemson, who's also mid. That's their toughest two games. Yeah. They play. Yeah. You know what, bro? Like they can one, two, three, four, five. They could Are be they un- going into Illinois. That, is that Lafayette game? 
Is that in the Charleston Classic? I'm trying to look it up. It's in the Bryce Jordan Center, so no, I don't think so. Oh, it's oh, okay, okay. Mm. Are they not playing in any in any tournament? I, I don't think so. Because like usually when the schedule's like that, they're in some random tournament that like expands, and you're like, oh, they don't play anybody, but then you see no. like, like North Carolina, Duke, and Kentucky at the same time. Nope, they, um, they just are, they're just ironically playing Canisius, Quinnipiac, Delaware State, Lafayette. For by the way, Quinnipiac beat Rhode Island last night. My boy Archie Miller just lost her, his first game again at a new school. Shout out Archie Miller, Archie. Lafayette, Furman. Like they play all these teams, they're gonna beat them all. Like there's a chance, there's a very good chance actually, because I, I the way I saw them play in this game, they continue to play like this. That they will beat Butler. They will probably beat Clemson. They'll, they could be undefeated going into Michigan State. They could be, they could be undefeated going into Illinois. That too. Like, this is a good team. Penn State's good. You guys need to wrap your head around. Penn State's good. You listen to this? <laughs> you guys need to wrap your head around. You, you, guys need, you guys need to come to Jesus. This is a come to Jesus moment. Penn State's good at basketball now. Oh, if they're good in basketball, you know who's going to be coach, coach of the year. Yep. And he probably will be. I put, you know, if I'm a betting man, I put money on him to be head coach of the year, coach of the year. I don't hate it. Going into this year, I felt that one of two guys were going to win it. That was Ben Johnson from Minnesota or Shrewsbury at Penn State. Shrewsbury's um, good. Yeah, but then I saw that Parker Fox throws <clears throat> ACL and all having issues. So I'm like, okay, it's probably going to be sure. Probably going to be sure. But, very baby. But, but this schedule may come back to bite them if they if they finish decent and they end up and they're trying to get to NCAA. <laughs> this is right. not an tournament, not conference. Delaware State, like like they got a bunch of like three hundreds in here. You can't have a bunch of three hundreds. Like you have to you have to schedule when you schedule buy games. You have to schedule teams that you know that you should be you should win. But they're also not like absolute dirt, you know. It's like yeah, that's fair. You have to work on. You have to get like oh. teams like in like the low hundreds. Would you say Winthrop is one of those teams, though? I think Winthrop is one of those teams. You yes, Winthrop is. Yes, yeah. yes, hundred percent. Yes, 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 yes. Or they should be. We know that preseason isn't always the all be all, right? But sure. they should be. Winthrop should be in that in that like. Between like one fifty and two hundred, it's like somewhere in there. By the way, back to back to back to Indiana. Morehead State. I just looked it up. Morehead State was preseason favorite for the for their conference. Morehead State was. Yep. Morehead State is the preseason favorite for uh oh, over Murray over Murray State? State. Yeah. Who was second? I think Murray State. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Uh, I think. I think that's those are all the teams. And yeah, I like man, how man. we were like, we're, we're not going to recap games. We're just going to talk freshmen. And, we, and then we ended up recapping games. Yeah. <laughs> that just ends up happening. Because, like, if I miss a point, then you want to talk about a point, and then I want to talk about your point, and then it ends up being we talked 20 minutes on Penn State basketball. Yeah. Oh, we missed Maryland. We did we miss Maryland. Maryland. Um, All I know that it was fairly close in the first half. It was fairly close in the first half. Uh, that's the seven point. 
we can't hold that against Maryland. Like, a lot of these games are fairly close in the first half. That just happens. Yeah, but like this was like also like a nine point game with under eight minutes left. Okay, well that's then, that's not normal. And then the then the doors got got blown off yeah. at, at the end there. Um Dante Scott. Scott. Yeah. My guy A A Jameer Young. Jameer right Young. He had 14, an efficient 14, seven boards, four assists, two blocks. Efficient. Yeah, this team, I don't know, man. I am not sold on this team. I'm not sold on the on Maryland at all. I think they have they have the talent. They they just gotta figure out the chemistry part, bro. Yeah. And I think that they'll I think they'll get there, but I'm not sure if they'll get there in time. Twelve assists on twenty five made shots is bad. That's bad. I mean they had a shot to Ooh, they go to St. Louis. They play St. Louis. <coughs> St. Louis, Maryland. <laughs> yeah, St. Louis, St. Louis is Maryland. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they play Maryland. at Louisville, which that doesn't count. Louisville well, doesn't. Louisville, Louisville doesn't count as a Power Five team. It's it, it talking about Louisville. <laughs> Louisville plays Bellarmine tomorrow. They're Bellarmine losing. They're them. losing to that. They're losing. They're losing. They're losing. Bellarmine oh, might gosh. win, but because of that, because people expect them to lose. Louisville might come out and play the best game of their life and win by like three. That's true. Brother, if Louisville has to play Maryland, Arkansas, they're going to lose to Bellarmine. They play Western Kentucky, we'll definitely beat them. And they have to play Kentucky in the non con. Oh my God. You see Florida State lost to Stetson? Yeah. What's that, what's that say about Michigan? Well, Florida State was also <laughs> missing like five guys. They were missing like five. Yeah, it's it's not the end of the world. But yeah, Stetson looked pretty decent, honestly. I and listen, I do have my concern my concerns about Michigan too. So that's that's not really yeah. That's not really a, that's not really like a, a crazy thought. UCF um, lost last night as well. They lost at home to UNC Asheville. Yeah, did they? Ninety eight, ninety five. In a game where nobody wanted to play defense. Sorry about all that. All good, all good. Um, the, uh, um, UCF basketball. Oh, UCF AB hoops. And... I like that Florida State plays UCF and Florida in the non-conference, though. If I'm going to applaud somebody, play your in-state schools. Unless you're Indiana, then don't. And they get a yikes. Because that's a bye game for sure, right? Oh, yeah, that's a bye game. Yes, yes. Asheville for sure is a bye game. <laughs> yeah. Even though Asheville's a very good team. Very good team. Yeah. yeah. It's a bye game. Babe, why, why would you pay for a good team to come? Like, like why, you know? Why would you do that? I don't know. He's an athletic director. He's losing the damn mind. Oh, man. That's about it, though, right? All right, man. I think that's it. Yep. I think that's it. All right, dude. I'll All right. at you. See ya. Later, peoples.